excited about this one, guys. I'm getting in my grown woman bag. I'm entering my wifey era at full speed and no one can stop me because I've been investing in myself and in my kitchen. I used to buy the absolute cheapest cookware I could possibly find and mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm, not the move. The move is high quality, thoughtfully designed, non-toxic, and incredibly cute cookware from, drumroll please, Great Jones. You are welcome. Great Jones cookware is so stunning. You will actually want to cook. It's like getting a new super cute slash hot workout set, you'll be at the gym later that day. No question. My Dutch baby from Great Jones, aka the cutest baby pink Dutch oven in the color taffy, I keep that shit on display. That is when I'm not using it. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to nonstick pans, Great Jones has it all. I got my first skillet, you guys. Like, fuck an engagement ring. I can't wait to actually make all the recipes I have saved but never touched because I was ill-equipped. But now, I'll let y'all know when Sleutsgiving dinner is because I am prepared. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SOFIA. That's greatjones.com, promo code SOFIA. Hello, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, guten tag. Welcome to Sophia with an F. I am so excited this week for a multitude of reasons. I think the number one thing being it's solo. It's just me. It's just me. It's just you and Irene. And we haven't had an episode like that in months because it's been guest back to back to back to back. And I kind of felt like I was getting forgotten and some of the guests were outshining me. But I am recording from WTF Media Studios, who just recently opened their LA location. And you guys can get $25 off a studio session. And all you have to do is use code, drumroll please, Sophia is hot. And if you can't tell, I am friends with the owner and she did make that the code because she's so sweet. But yeah, you guys, 25 bucks off the WTF Media Studios location in Los Angeles, which I'm sure I'll be recording from very soon. Uh, What other updates do I have? I mean, I have 700,000 updates, but like housekeeping shit, the I have options collection. I'm wearing the little baby tee. A lot of things are out of stock, so hurry and grab that shit while you can. Okay, so let's talk about Fashion Week because I know you guys did not get enough of Fashion Week already in your Instagrams, fucking on your TikTok, from your, like, I'm sure you guys have been bombarded by it, but it's it's my life and I want to talk about it because it was my first fashion week ever and I know how annoying it can be it's like the pressures the parties the blatant social class system like oh are you sitting front row oh but like is that even a known design like it's it's kind of gross but it's kind of magical and I'm going to be completely honest it was an experience of a lifetime, and I completely see where the hype is coming from. It's similar to Coachella. (laughs) Every designer out there is throwing up, shaking in their boots, wants me dead. 
I apologize, Donatella Versace. I apologize, fucking Mugler. It's nothing like Coachella. It's just, it's like Coachella in the sense that do you have the VIP ticket? And there's so much fucking pressure. Once again, what are you wearing? Like, how hot do you look? It's There's a lot going on, but it genuinely gave me a new found respect for fashion. I mean, obviously, like, I'm into clothes. I'm making it sound like uh, the devil wears Prada. No, I'm not Andy. Like, I've always been into clothes, always been into fashion. I did have... <laughs> a very interesting experience during my fashion week. And I am not gonna tell you about all the highs without telling you all the lows, all right? And I will have a collection dropping 2023, so look out for that one. But the thing is, I got invited to one of the shows, front row, and they offered to dress me dope as fuck I felt like the queen R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. a little too soon I'm gonna take that one out of my vocabulary but I was super super excited so we are emailing back and forth and all of a sudden the guy handling their PR and handling the gifting suite and everything else goes completely MIA so there's all of a sudden like we're trying to talk to these new people it, like no one can tell me where I can go to get my outfit and I was freaking out because I was like aren't you supposed to wear the designer out of respect like is, isn't that rule number one someone tell me for next year so I know because I was looking through my closet and I was like I'm about to show up in some fucking Forever 21 to this bitch and like humiliate this designer. So thank God my mom, Lola, Lola, Lola is in town because we get dressed, we go to the fashion show, we there is a line of a shit ton of people and my mom goes, Chris, Jenner momager psycho mode and she's like Sophia you just wait right here I will be right back and I'm like gripping my mom's arm and I'm like mom do not fucking embarrass me do not embarrass me this is so embarrassing like please stop and she's like Sophia in Spanish like callate like shut the fuck up she leaves okay I'm standing in the line I'm like <laughs> don't worry about her she's totally fine Five minutes go by, my mom comes back and Lola, I have to give it to her. My mom grabs me and she says, honey, come to the front of the line. They have someone waiting to dress you. Boom, that's how it's fucking done. See, that's the shit I would never do by myself. That is like some manager mom shit. Maybe I should hire my mom. She's been begging me for years. Actually, that'll never happen. So. That is that, that was that was kind of the story, except it wasn't the fucking story at all. So I walk up to the front. This girl grabs me. She looks fucking frantic. She pulls me into this elevator. We go up to the top floor. It opens up into this penthouse. There are hundreds of people, media, press, cameras, all of this shit. She walks me over to this lady who I later found out was the fucking designer and I had no idea. Okay, so that's rule number one. Maybe look up the fucking designer and see what they look like. The designer grabs me by my arm and the show's about to start, by the way. Takes me over to this clothing rack, <laughs> looks me up and down and says, why are you so short? Like who <laughs> hired you? Like that's basically in a nutshell. She either said, why are you so short or you are not tall at all? Like so something along those lines. And I didn't put two and two together. And so I was just like, um, I, I don't, like, yeah, I'm five, five. Like I, I'm, I'm don't really know. I'm not sh like just <laughs> tripping over my fucking words. 
And she brings this lady over. And I'm like, holy shit, this is so embarrassing. Mind you, there are 50 beautiful women standing around me watching this whole thing go down, okay? I looked like I fucking came in through a back alleyway, like through the kitchen and was like trying to steal shit. It was the most embarrassing shit. The designer calls over this lady. This lady is like, uh, okay, do you even have like the shoes to walk in, blah, blah. And then it clicked and I was like, I am not one of the models. I'm not one of the models. You guys have made it very clear that I am not one of the models by how you looked at me in disgust while you were picking outfits. No, they just offered to dress me, I guess, because I'm sitting in the front row. I guess because, like, you know, I am a celebrity and, like, I should be a model. But anyways, <laughs> I might not have the, the length and how long and how tall I am, but everything else seems pretty I got the on face. I got the face and the body, Yomi. Come and on. the body. Oh, my bad, my bad. Oh, but that's my. like, but that's like, duh. Duh. Okay, thank you. No, I swear to God, she was like, you, why, why are you so small? That's what she said. Why are you so small? And I remember thinking to myself, like, ooh, like, oh, my God, I'm teeny tiny. And then she was like, no, why are you so short? It was something like that, guys. It was a fucking clusterfuck. Anyways, they hand me this drop-dead gorgeous gown. I am like, yes, it's happening. Best show ever. I'm going to go into the changing room. No. The changing room does not exist when a fashion show is about to happen and you show up 10 minutes beforehand. Like, that's not a thing. So they tell me to change. And I say, is someone going to hold up a towel? Like, we're at the beach, like when you were little, and I'll, like, get naked behind that. Uh, No. They told me to get naked in front of everyone. In front of 50 drop dead gorgeous the most beautiful women models I have ever seen I'm in heels I'm trying to like get myself into this dress oh my without a thong they they had me take my fucking thong off so like vagina out okay anyways I got into the dress I made it to the show it was fucking stunning their clothing was incredible and that was fashion week. So you know what? You got you got to take the bad with the good and the good with the bad. Um, I did go home with the dress that they gave me. <laughs> is that is that allowed? Because they're expensive as fuck. That Whoa. dress was extremely expensive. Was there like a putback rack? Like I have no idea. No, take I sh- that shit home. Right? Yeah. Unless they clarified beforehand. It's mine now. 100%. I mean, I know models do that shit all the time. Oh, that's right, because you're a model. And I'm a model, so Duh. catch me on the runway. Um, yeah, I took the dress home, and hopefully they don't hear this and they don't track me down, because that is not a good look and really tacky. What else is new before we just jump into this episode? Mm. (laughs) we just talked about some glitz and glamour and now I need to just serve myself a slice of humble pie and can we talk (laughs) about credit can we talk about credit Mm -hmm. credit cards credit line your credit score Mm -hmm. I am the most financially stable and secure I've ever been in my entire life more than I ever dreamed I would be I've I have investments I have a IRA like I have you know a retirement account like I am a responsible ass bitch I put a little money in bitcoin not too much I have money in my savings account are you a finance bro now (laughs) yeah that's me Call me finance, bro. But my finances are amazing. Like, I'm somewhere I never dreamed I would be. And I have a lot of friends that are super successful and, you know, have a lot more money in the bank than I do. But I have a lot of friends who look up to me and are inspired by, 
you know, the, the success I've had. <laughs> I have missed out on some things, but we will be coming back from that. So I don't need to hear it in the comments. But uh, let me fucking digress. Holy shit, I could just talk for days. My credit. I got an alert on my email saying that my FICO score dropped. And mm, nine times out of 10, those emails, whoop, my like my coronary doesn't even take it into account. Like it doesn't even register in my brain. This time it did. This time it really did because I think it said something like urgent dropped 60 something points. Okay. It, it, Oh, you know what that means? Because yeah. I didn't know what that meant. Yeah, 60 points down is a lot. That's a lot, right? Yeah. So my shit dropped 60-something points. I look into this CIA detective work. I'm on the phone with American Express, and they tell me, you maxed out your credit card. So hold on. Let me back up. Did you guys hear the part where I said I am financially responsible and stable and I always pay my bills on time and my credit card bill is no different? I have that shit set up on auto pay. I've never been late on a payment. I've, I've got that together. The rest of my life is fucking coming out at the seams, okay? Pay, auto pay and paying my bills, I've got that covered. They said I got to close to my credit limit and it didn't sit well with them okay they were concerned like oh Sophia fucking went off the deep end and we can't trust her and her credit score needs to go down it it didn't make any fucking sense you guys which is why I hired the credit pros this is not an ad by the credit pros I, <laughs> I fucking googled fix your credit and it basically said 80% of them will be a sham, but I don't know. I have faith in credit pros. I had a call with the girl that night. I was crying. She was like, don't worry. We're going to get to the bottom of this. We're going to hit up every single credit bureau. But I just, I think the whole credit system is fucking ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're going to give you a maximum limit. And you can go to that maximum limit, but don't you dare go near the maximum limit. Yeah. Okay, then just make the limit what it is. Yep. Okay, okay, if the limit is 10,000, then let's not pretend it's 20. Let's, yeah. let's say it's 10. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I fucking- It's bullshit. I hate them. Oh, and then when I talk to the credit lady who's supposedly gonna help me, who's probably just robbing me, I'm not going to say that, actually. That's rude because I, I do have faith in this woman. She did tell me it's because you don't have you don't have enough credit open. Oh, you oh, need to open more? Yeah, open up another credit card. I'm like, bitch, how am I going to open up a credit card when my credit score is down the fucking roof? I can't even... I couldn't even qualify for a fucking Capital One card probably <laughs> at this point i i promise you i couldn't buy a house right now i couldn't buy a car it's bad <sighs> you should be like do you see where i live <laughs> no i told i try to explain to her not even in a flexing way and like a th this shit is not adding up like the i need math is not mathing yeah the math is not mathing i need american express to look at my finances that was like really emotional i fucking hate i'm not gonna say i hate amex i love you and i would love to get that delta sky miles like gold member card whatever it is maybe maybe in 2029 when i'm a big girl <laughs> and my credit score has been fixed but holy shit 30 years old and uh credit down the drain so that just goes to show you you can't you can't have everything in life you guys can you Mm-hmm. Hopefully this lady can like fucking help me though. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of the Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. 
Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Let's get in to the fucking episode. Let's talk about men cheating Hollywood edition, okay? That should be like a reoccurring segment, honestly, but we're going to do it today for fun. Adam Levine got caught cheating, okay? And the news just broke out and it's all over the internet and people are in hysterics and I don't fucking know why because no shit Adam Levine is cheating. Why? I don't understand when people act surprised. A, I think 65% of regular ass dudes will cheat. I think 97% of a famous artist, athlete, fucking Olympic player, Sean White, I don't give a fuck, they, they're going to cheat. Like, it's just, it's a known thing. So I don't know why everyone acts so shocked. Maybe I'm just cynical, but that's just because he's in the voice. That's why he's in the voice. <laughs> Oh, shit. So all those bored housewives in inland America who watched The Voice all night long and they, they really believed him. Well, sweetheart, uh, I heard when I was walking into the studio, I knew about one girl that came out. There's a, apparently a second girl surfaced. And there's more to come, probably. There's. Oh, trust it's me. It's always. This is just the beginning. Yeah. He is. Oof. Mm, I. Adam, what was his uh, most famous? Moves like Jagger. <laughs> <laughs> I got the move. Yeah, you better move the fuck out like Jagger. No, what was the, um, it's their only good one. That was rude. They only <laughs> have one good song, Sunday. You know what, guys? I'll link it because I know you're also interested. But back to the Adam shit. Uh, basically, this is how it went down. Adam Levine cheated on Bihati Prinslow. Prinslow, Prinslow, whatever. Victoria's Secret model. I had the biggest girl crush on her when I was growing up. Holy shit. He really fucked up there. So he cheats on her. The reason we found out is because the mistress, the girl, comes out with a TikTok and blows his spot up and says they've been hooking up for a year, I think she said. And bitch had receipts, okay? And this really pissed me the fuck off. This is what really like grossed me out. It was a DM asking if he should name his unborn child after her, okay? Bihati Prinzlo is pregnant. I'm sorry, are these famous guys? I don't even care if you cheat, all right? I honestly don't. Everyone knows how I feel about cheating. Like, do I condone it? Do I support it? No. You know what I think is worse than the cheating? Don't be dumb. You are famous, Adam. You know how fucking famous you are. You can be a little sly about it. You know what I'm saying? Leonardo DiCaprio, I know for a fact, because, I mean, I've never been invited, but my friends have. He goes out and his bodyguards or whatever go up to the girls, ask them if they want to go back to his house or wherever. They sign an, an NDA. LeBron James, same shit. <laughs> Should I be outing all these people? What did LeBron James do? Chris, LeBron James has various parties constantly where NDAs need to be signed and women are at. Mm. You didn't know that? You didn't know LeBron's a cheetah? I didn't. He seems like such a family man. Oh, my. See, you are the rest of the world who don't understand how shady most no, people no, are. No, 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 I do understand that, but I thought he was a, like, you know, he was An one exception? of the good ones. I, let me let me talk. <laughs> <laughs> one of the it's good ones. It's your show. It's your show. Go one on. One of the good ones. But okay. I guess I'm wrong. You learn something new every day. Did you think Adam Levine was one of the good no. ones? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Well, you know what? Whatever. This is this whole thing is really fucked up and I just I don't get how dumb and disrespectful you have to be to put shit in writing. Like you just you really don't need to. Have your fucking security guard or your friend text this bitch. Disappearing messages on signal. Like there are ways around this and I I think it's just so fucking disrespectful. Like if you're going to cheat, fuck cheat and be sneaky about it. That's why and see this is this is something I really want to make clear about this segment. I am making it sound like men are the only people out here cheating. <laughs> women are out here cheating, okay? Famous women, not famous women, a lot of them. So the whole population is cheating. The whole population is, yeah. I'm just focusing on men for because of this segment. But I do need to clarify, that does not take away how many cheating instances are happening over on the vagina section okay because they are absolutely cheating they're just the superior sex and i don't care i'm gonna say that and they know how to be sneaky about it and they're careful and they're tactful about it you know so are you suggesting you should have been sneakier <laughs> i absolutely if there's one thing you take away from this whole fucking adam levine bullshit thing is be sneakier you do you don't think Bihati wishes that adam was sneakier about this and it wasn't this whole public thing yeah i bet you she does i want to know who slid in first this girl or adam questions that need answers i'm gonna dm her after this i'm gonna ask her you should ask people in the comment box like on the yes. youtube comments guys, like guys, hey who do you think reached out to who first adam or girl's name bleep will answer <laughs> love you girl also people are getting very upset calling the girl a homewrecker which i i'm gonna be honest it was a little off-putting when i saw the tiktok because I didn't have, you know, any context. I think, you know, if I found myself in that situation, I would have just messaged Bihati privately and just DM'd her. But we don't really know what was going on. But people calling her a homewrecker and da-da-da-da-da, you know for a fact Adam Levine was telling her that him and Bihati were getting a fucking divorce. You know, like, you know that for a fact. Guys have done that shit to me. I've done that shit, <laughs> if I'm going to be real. So you can't really hold it against her. Her making a TikTok and shit about it, supposedly a friend was about to, like, release the shit to the press, so she just beat her to the punch, which, honestly, if I needed, you know, a little, some followers, I think she's an Instagram model, and she needed that, you know, that fame or that, people going to look at her profile that was a that was a smart way to do it it was a smart business move and it sounded like it was going to come out anyway can't wait to hear what these other women say how do you feel about all these other women coming forward after that news broke out do you think they were waiting kind of like in the cut like hey i'm not going to be the one to do it but somebody got to do it but when that happens i'm in there that's a that's such a good question for this specific situation, which I just want to make that clear, mm -hmm. whenever it's something like really tragic, I understand. Because yeah, of there's, course. But like this specific situation, like we don't know the details of it, right? Mm -hmm. But I do wonder, like not all these other women are coming forward. And it was just like, why now? Yeah. I wonder if it's, I mean, you got to be fucking ballsy. For to, sure. To For her to put that TikTok out. She she has to be scared legally, you know, like she I'm sure she doesn't have the finances to go up against Adam Levine's fucking legal team, legal repercussions. He's a huge artist, huge in the industry. She's trying to be a model like could stomp on her. Th that shit took balls. Do I think it was very kind to be haughty and her unborn baby and kids? I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to comment on that. But I think these other girls, I think they're just, they're scared. 
what the repercussions are. And it really, it's like once you see one girl do it, that gives you the strength. You're not in it alone, you know? Mm -hmm. The power of numbers. If it was the time to do it, it would be now. Yeah. While it's hot. Yeah, definitely. Also, that's the other thing. What, they're going to come out with this. Maybe they've been wanting to. They've been sitting on it. Right. And then it's like, oh, I got to I gotta fucking share my shit now. You know? I can't be doing it in three years. No one will care <laughs> at that point. For sure. They're like, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe this bitch just... <laughs> watch this bitch is just making it all up. I'm just For kidding. like, for clout? For clout? No. I don't, I don't think the specifics. I mean, I've seen people do that type of thing on TikTok, but I don't think that's true here. Can you imagine if it came out, girl was making up the entire thing? That would be nuts. That would be crazy. And that girl would be my idol and she would be the next guest on Sophie's <laughs> Nights. And I'd be like, no fucking way. Sumner Stroh. Sumner, you are coming. I'm flying you out. I'm literally flying you out. I might not have credit, but I do have Delta Sky Miles. And you are coming here and you are coming on the show. But this whole fucking Adam thing, I don't even know where the fuck I was going with it. Behati Prinsloo get cheated on. And what was it a month ago? Emily Ratajkowski gets cheated on and is filing for divorce. The arguably two most beautiful women on the planet. And I think women around the world are feeling a little bit sad and a little bit doubtful for their futures because they're thinking if these bitches are getting cheated on, then what is in store for me? Beyonce got cheated on. Oh, my fucking God. Like Beyonce. And stayed with him. Yeah. Which can we talk about that for a second? Let's do it. Beyonce got cheated on and stayed with Jay-Z. And you know that... I made a fire-ass album. When she takes the fucking bat to the car, like, I can't fire-ass album. The thing is, every single comment was saying, I feel so bad for her. She's going to look so stupid if she gets back together with him. And then as the world, we snicker and we laugh when the girl gets back together with the guy. Mm -hmm. I think that's the most like backwards mentality ever. I really, really do. People give Khloe Kardashian so much shit. I mean, maybe because it happened like three or four times. That, okay, that is different than Beyonce and Jay-Z. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's completely different. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It happened, you know, multiple times and she seemed shocked every time, you know. I think if people get back together after someone's unfaithful and to judge a woman, you don't know the situation. For sure. You don't, like, maybe they want to do it for the kids. Maybe she fucking cheated maybe you know his dick wasn't working her vagina wasn't working they couldn't have sex like they're just leave people alone and don't i think it's the most badass move that beyonce came out with the album and stayed married to jay-z i think that's f respect almost to where like people were like did that even happen yeah you know that's how like fucking saucy she was about it yes that's how saucy and that's how real world, not delusional, big girl Beyonce is. Because right. she understands the world and understands how shit goes down. And understood that going into her marriage with Jay-Z, it was very probable that he was he might cheat. Rapper, musician of any kind, athlete, like anyone famous, guy... It's bound to happen. Also, though, I do think it's a very stupid concept when we think, oh, my God, if Beyonce, the most beautiful woman in the world, is getting cheated on, then there's no hope for me. Yeah. That, that's like a completely bullshit way of thinking, to be honest. It's, it doesn't matter how hot you are. Mm -mm. Like, that has nothing. You getting cheated on has nothing to do with you. I'm not going to sit here and say... Every single fucking person with that's been on television is going to cheat. I'm just saying. Just 99%. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying if you walk into a room 
nine out of the 10 guys are. That's all I'm saying, but not all of them. No, for real, I think that the ratio, right, of a average dude in Kansas with an average job, you know, he's, there's less of a chance that he's gonna cheat than fucking Cristiano Ronaldo, the hottest soccer player in the world. Mm. He's so fucking hot. Oh my God, I saw a picture. I would let him cheat on me. No And question. then stay with him? Oh, are you kidding? Cheat away, my friend. I won't give I'll look the other way. I will. I'll watch. If, if you, oh, Cristiano, oh. if you prefer that I watch it, I am so ready for that. But it, it, it has nothing to do with your looks. Do not internalize cheating, you know? Like, you know how people say don't internalize rejection? Don't internalize cheating because it's most of the time it has nothing to do with you. It really doesn't. Maybe your relationship, maybe both of you guys have like strayed or, you know, and there's shit you need to work on, but it's not just you ever. What was that quote George Clooney said? He was like, show me the most beautiful woman in the world and I'll show you a guy who's tired of fucking her. Was that George Clooney? George Clooney said that? <laughs> Sophia's in the fuck out today. I don't know if it was George Clooney. You guys, I actually slept two hours last night, but I think it actually makes me a lot more fun and a lot more loosey-goosey. I don't know if George said it, but someone said it, and that's a well-known fucking saying. You know? You fucking heard that, Yomi. Show me a beautiful woman, and I'll show you a guy who's tired of fucking her, and you know what? as offensive as that might sound, it's true. Looks aren't fucking everything. You can be Megan Fox, like guys are gonna get over it. Like if you, that is why I always tell women, and I always try to emphasize this with my really, really pretty friends who are models or whatever, do not make your beauty and your outer appearance the most defining factor of your life or of your future. Okay, I mean, use it to your advantage. Of course, pull your tits out, whatever. Your looks are gonna go away and then you're gonna be fucked. And that's just, that's like, that's life. That's just what's gonna happen. Wow, really philosophical. I was not planning on getting there, but I don't want people to listen to this segment and feel disheartened going out into the dating world because I, I do think there are good guys. I really, really do. Or girls. And I do think there are really, really good girls. I just think there are a lot of really, really, really not good girls and guys. So just be careful, you know? Don't be delusional about it. Because some people are. Fifty high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Can you feel it, Sleuths? The days are getting warmer and spring has officially sprung, which means spring break is here. Which, for the older folk, that basically means people are going outside, they're staying outside, and they are staying out way longer. But the thing is, who wants to deal with those post-party struggles? I know I don't. I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage in my life. 
And that's where my spring break essential comes in, which is Taste Salute. Say goodbye to the Sunday scaries with Taste Salute's hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Allie came to town and we had a night or two on the town and how I felt honestly come Monday morning was better than any spring break party you can imagine. And that is a rare occurrence for me and has only started happening since I've started drinking Taste Salute religiously. Because unlike those big name brands we all know, Salud knocks it out of the park with their one-of-a-kind flavors. I'm drinking one right now. And no, it's not because I plan on drinking any kind of alcohol, but just because I'm trying to get hydrated and energized, I'm obviously drinking the horchata flavor. But you get to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and they even have mocktails now. Say hello to Paloma and Strawberry Margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at tastesalude.com. Cheers to health this spring break season with Taste Salute. Let's move on to this is what I've actually been dying to talk about this entire episode. And it's a little bit of a story time and it has to do with me and the guy that I've been fucking and I need everyone's opinion because I'm very uh, confused. All right, so let's just dive into it. Because of my career and my podcast and my show and what I talk about, one of the first questions I always get from people is, why are you so comfortable talking about shit that's so taboo? First question, always. And, you know, I never really knew how to answer that question until recently. And I think a lot of it really stems from my childhood. Honestly, I was raised by a single mom. Maybe that played into it. So there wasn't like the awkward dad factor, maybe, if you're talking about sex or whatever. I think it was a cultural thing. People in Europe, people... From where my mom's from, Argentina, they're just, they're more open when it comes to sex and talking about it and displaying it, you know? I was also just kind of like a wild-ass, crazy-ass kid. But my mom just, I always felt comfortable talking to my mom about everything. To this day, my mom and I make jokes. We don't know if it's healthy, if it's not healthy, but I have a fucking point here, you guys. So this is what happened. I'm at dinner with said guy and I'm talking to him about this date that my mom had just went on and how like they didn't end up sleeping together and he cuts me off and he's like, it's just so crazy to me how you and your mom are so open talking about shit like that. And I was like, babe, if you don't think I've told my mom that you have a huge dick and that our sex is amazing, you are sadly mistaken. And he laughed and I don't think he believed me, even though it was absolutely the truth. My mom does know. I mean, I tell her that shit and she tells me that shit. This is starting to sound kind of gross. I, I will. I sometimes will cringe and tell my mom to be quiet when she starts getting into like, her details of her escapades like yeah I have a limit but I've always felt very open talking about sex talking about anything really as early as I can remember I remember going to a middle school dance and 
uh, being like, oh my God, this is crazy. It's like we're having sex with our clothes on. And we were little and it was like crazy that that came out of my mouth. And I remember like all the guys were like, thought it was the funniest thing. And I just, I always was a little bit out there. I, I always liked the shock value and I was always the class clown for sure. My childhood has obviously rolled over into my present and I am still very open talking about those things. And so I'm sitting at the dinner table. He's kind of saying it's a, he respects it. He likes my mom, but he finds it a little bit weird that we're that open with each other talking about shit. And then the night goes on and we're talking about this one night where I slept over where his little sister heard us having sex. We were staying up at his parents' house. And she's not that much younger. She's like in her 20s. And his sister, I remember it vividly, texted him and was like, I can fucking hear you guys. Can you not get the fuck off? I wanted to crawl into a sewer and disappear. I was so embarrassed. Like, I, I don't think that shit is cool. I think I was drunk. Well, I think I know I was drunk. And it was super embarrassing. And we're just rehashing, talking about it. And he says, Sophia, by the way, my mom heard too. That's how loud you were being. I was so embarrassed. So I wanted to throw up at the table. Like I, I was so, the fact that his sister and his mother heard. And I was like, why the fuck didn't, why have you never told me this? If I was being loud and you know your house and your parents better than me and have better echolocation like a fucking bat around your own family home and know like, oh, maybe my parents could hear this. Maybe they couldn't. Oh, my sister's room is here. Maybe she can hear. Because in my mind, I don't know where their rooms are. You know, I was blindfolded, led upstairs and then fucked. OK, <laughs> but like why I asked him, why didn't you? shut me the fuck up. Why didn't you put your hand over my mouth? Why didn't you tell me to quiet down? Why didn't you put my face in a pillow? There's a lot of, you know, fun ways that you can make me shut the fuck up. And he proceeds to tell me he thought it was hot. And that's why he didn't tell me to shut the fuck up. So mm. this is where I am so flabbergasted and I don't understand and I need to know what team everyone is on is it more disturbing to talk openly about your sex life with your parents or is it more disturbing to not talk about your sex life whatsoever with your parents but on occasion let them hear you fucking or getting railed because to me I don't I don't even have to bat an eyelash right off the bat I think it's way more disturbing to hear it of course no even even if they weren't parents even hearing it you're just like bruh yeah I mean I've done that to a lot of my friends <laughs> yeah but it's like friends and then like if he knew his parents were listening that's kind of disturbing Right? Yeah. I don't think he knew they were listening. I think he was drunk too. But he didn't care. I, I don't think he blatantly didn't care. But I think he was like, this is a little bit risky, but the sex is hot and I'm just going to keep going with it type thing. Which isn't like, I mean, I would never. See, that's the thing. Yeah. I will literally show my mom a picture of the guy I'm dating's dick. She will, she'll ask me to not show it to her, but like I've tried <laughs> to as a joke. But I would not be caught dead letting my parents or my brother or anyone hear me fuck. Mm -hmm. I would be mortified. Mm -hmm. Ever. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, guys. I, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm the weird one. No. You're not the weird one. I'll tell you that much. I think there's like maybe a um, between him and his parents, there's like a level of like maybe comfort or like maybe to where he's like able to be like, and eh, they're not going to say anything. they might clown me about it. It's not a big deal. Yes. You know what I mean? So he has that level of comfort with his family where it's like, eh, like they're not going to love this. They're going to like yell at me for it. But it's like it's not 
like right. a big deal. I think that's a really big deal mm-hmm. and would feel really uncomfortable. But I have the comfort level with my family where it's like, we're just gonna talk it out in the open. I'll talk. I'll talk about like what. Like he went down on me for seven hours last night, mom. Aunt, right, grandma. And you'll just say it for what it is, but like not really like live the action in their parameters. Yes. Okay, I feel you. To me, I think it's just it's way more intimate to hear someone moaning than yeah. for me to just tell you like, oh, it was the best sex ever. Yeah. But also his parents are very progressive. Okay, well, that's and great. And so like they know we're having sex and like that doesn't make me look bad you know in their eyes I could see how maybe it could come off disrespectful but I think I mean I think they they got it you know they know it wasn't my fucking intention for that to be a thing well, that's great <laughs> I fucking hope I fucking have you hope seen them have you seen them since yeah multiple oh, okay. times except mm-hmm. I didn't know that she had ever heard <laughs> me and the sister were tight we got over it, it was fine the mom, I had no idea. So now the next time I see her, that will be really fucking fun. Also, though, with the holidays coming up, I'm going to make a poll. You are spending Christmas with your boyfriend at his parents' house. And his brother is close in age and is going to be sleeping in the room next door to you guys. Do you really give a fuck if his brother hears you? I mean, to some extent, right? But are you really going to make sure you are completely mute because of that? I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. I just, I found this whole thing extremely interesting. And I really want to hear from you guys what you think. If I heard my brother, I would knock on the door and embarrass the fuck out of him. If I heard my mom, I'd probably let her do her thing. And I'd be like, if I ever hear that again, I will record it and make it the soundtrack to Sophia the Neff. (laughs) I actually would too. Apartments.com believes having a gym in your building does way more than just get you in shape. It turns your entire life around and is a great place to scope out the hot guy that lives in your building. And by guy, I mean guys. Having a gym in your building makes it 10 times more likely that you actually end up, show up, and work out. I mean, it's five floors down or whatever it is. And you'll be saving money on a gym membership that you'll go to probably half as much. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live is easy. Apartments.com hosts more rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. Or a treadmill, for that matter. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, wider looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, wider, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. Plus, it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb, so whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. Okay, I want to move on to my favorite, 
favorite, absolute most favorite segment of every single episode, which is questions of the week. SOS, save our sleuths. Let's fucking go. Question number one. Hey, Sophia, I love your podcast. It's literally the only one I listen to. Anyways, I thought you would find this funny. The last guy I dated long-term recently dumped me. It was the first time I had been broken up with rather than doing the breaking up. He listed a few reasons like, I don't share his passion for the gym and tired of drunk fights, but he also mentioned he should have known it was a red flag that I listened to Sophia Franklin's podcast just to round out the list of world's stupidest reasons to break up with someone. You have always stayed true to your opinions and values, so I think that's a perfect reason to support you. Besides, what's life without a little touch of toxicity? Love you, Sloot. I am pissed. I am fucking furious, okay? This question, first of all, this guy sounds like a little baby bag bitch. Someone, someone get this man a binky fucking immediately so we can suck on it all night long. I have never heard such a thing. <laughs> That's a lie. That is absolutely a lie. I, I've heard some people say that if you listen to my show, it kind of could come off like you're a certain type of woman. And you know what type of woman I think that is? A badass woman who doesn't give a fuck and doesn't apologize and talks about whatever she wants. But if listening to my podcast automatically gives off a red flag, really, Sophia with an F is a podcast that gives off a red flag. What about all those true crime podcasts your fucking girlfriend listens to? How about those? Huh? Where she where she literally sits there for hours a day listening to how they murdered someone and buried the body and got away with it. I think that's the type of podcast that would be a red flag. I don't think Sophia with an F is. Okay, Brandon, motherfucker. But it's fine. He is just intimidated by powerful women. You know what's the worst part of this question? It's not him shitting on me. And Sophia with an F and my listeners and saying we are walking red flags. It's him saying that one of the reasons that he wanted to break up with her is you don't share his passion for the gym. That is the most embarrassing. That just made me as if I couldn't hate this guy more already. That is fucking disgusting. And I will gladly wear that red flag with pride. You fucking, you dumb ass gym rat, baby back bitch with your binky under your little snuggie, lifting weights. Fuck you. You're a loser. And any guy that has that much time to be at the gym, I don't trust them. Go make money or do something else. Okay, next. <laughs> I'm really on one, you guys. Okay. Hi, Sophia. I am a mother to a three and a half year old daughter whose father is a total loser. He doesn't help financially and never visits her. In one of your earlier episodes, you mentioned your mom putting you in therapy at a young age because of an absent father. It never crossed my mind that I should put my daughter into therapy at some point. Do you think you benefited from that as a child? Thank you. Girl, do I look like I benefited? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I most absolutely benefited from going to therapy at a very young age, 100%. Before I dive into why and how I think I benefited from it, I want to say the most important thing in this situation for your child is you as a mother being strong and resilient and stable and loving. But yeah, therapy since diapers helped me tremendously. And I think there's a couple of reasons. I think it allowed me to express my feelings in a way that I didn't have vocabulary for, right? 
it play therapy. That's literally what it's called. I'm it, it gave me the opportunity to express my emotions and my thoughts and my feelings when I didn't have the words to articulate it, literally to not have the words. So I think that was part of it. I think, you know, I remember being in the therapist office and it was like a huge sandbox and there's toys and blah, blah, blah and dolls and like you can reenact something to explain how you're feeling like that that type of thing I think is really helpful I mean even as fucking adults we don't have the verbiage to explain or understand our feelings right so I think getting used to that at a very very young age was very helpful and I also think because my younger brother was in therapy since day one too my mom just that was just the thing my brother same upbringing and I think that it helped us both become very very good communicators and have a very high emotional IQ I do and period that's I really think that's what it was because early on we were taught to recognize our feelings and talk about them a, a lot of kids aren't a lot especially in different types of communities and blah, blah 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 you know a lot of kids are not taught to talk about their feelings in fact they're taught to do the opposite before I move on from this question I just want to point out I completely understand that therapy is a luxury that not everyone can afford. So I know there's resources. I know that there are ways that you should absolutely look into. But end of the day, you being a good mom is is going to be the the biggest factor, I think, from my expertise. Okay, last question, you guys. Here we go. Oh, this is an interesting one. Not your typical question, but can you please tell me what style of heels are the classiest slash go with everything? Well, now that um, I did fashion week last week, I think this is a very obvious question for me. Um, and I will go ahead and answer that. I think a pointed closed toe heel in black. That's, I think that is the class, like that's a classic. It will never go out of style. Make sure there's no platform. The heel should be, don't do like a kitten heel. Don't do a sky high heel, okay? We're over our Vegas days, like a four inch heel. That would be the classic shoe. I feel like what's the, oh my God, every, everyone buy, everyone gets it. The Stuart Weitzman 101 pump. 101 pump, something like that. 110 pump. You guys will fucking figure it out. That is a heel. That, that needs to be in everyone's closet, 100%. Um, that was a short question. I'm gonna do one final question. Okay, guys, here we go. Hi, Sophia. Been listening since the beginning and never missed an episode. Anyway, I went on holiday. The Magaloof, sorry, come again, says parentheses, a drinking holiday and got way too drunk and got sloot tattooed on me. Dedicated sloot, but maybe not my best decision as my dad is definitely going to kill me when he sees it. Lots of love from a forever sloot. Literally. <laughs> Girl, if you haven't sent this picture of this tattoo to my DMs, if my ego couldn't be inflated any more than it already has been, my, I, my head is about to pop. I feel like, I actually feel like a queen. The queen slew. I really fucking do. And honest, if anything, your dad should be proud. Let, let's just... I would love to know where this tattoo is, but regardless of where it is, your dad should be proud because what does SLUT stand for? It's a version of slut, which is endearing. It is 
women embracing and taking back their power and their sexuality. Okay, it's female empowerment, dad. And if you want me to talk to your dad, I absolutely will. And that's not a joke. But I'm really, I'm really curious where this tattoo is. Is it like a little tucked away finger tat? Or is it on your ass cheek? Either way, it's fucking hot and I'm with it. Okay, sleuths. Oh, thank you for being patient and bearing with me during my insomnia crises that I'm going through. I am seeing a sleep specialist on Friday, actually. So hopefully we can avoid these sleepless nights. But I love you guys so much. You know where to find me. And if you're not following me on social media, you're doing yourself a big disservice. Sophia with an F, Franklin with a Y. And on TikTok, it's Sophia with an F, Franklin with a Y. And just add the number zero, okay? Also, if you wanna see this entire thing on YouTube, you should. Sophia Franklin YouTube channel, okay? I'm hot, I'm wet, I'm fun. Go take a look at me. All right, Sloots, I'll talk to you next week. Bye!